Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Mastin Kip Podcast. I'm your host. Mastin Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time, uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that and my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. So have you ever thought like, why do I try so many things and they don't seem to work? Have you ever thought that? Never? When you have a symptoms focus, they'll try lots of things, but you're going to cope, not get better. And by the way, coping better, like I would rather you have a green juice neurosis, <laughs> right, than like a heroin addiction. And I'm not trying to diminish how far you've come. We started the day by celebrating how far you've come, but I'm trying to help you realize that there's another level. So this is about not becoming more. You can't learn something new. To be enough. It's about identifying the root cause and healing that. Because guess what? When you do that, that's how it goes. Okay? And I'll give you a couple of these slides that we can see everyone filling it out. It's cool. I got to go faster. (laughs) Otherwise, we'll be here till 3 a.m. All right? So functional coaching does this. We help people identify coping behaviors. Through those behaviors, we then identify the root emotional cause. Then we take that and realize, yes, I deleted, I distorted, I generalized, I made lots of things a threat. Maybe I was hypervigilant and I was always on the go, or maybe I was consistently isolating. And now we got to build emotional resilience, which means I have to face the thing that I was scared of again, but this time differently. Anyone in here um, a Labyrinth fan, the movie Labyrinth? Anybody? Mostly the women. <laughs> I love that movie Labyrinth. At the very end, Sarah faces Jarek, played by David Bowie in very, very tight pants. 
<laughs> right? But what did she say? You have no power over me. She had to face the fear and say, you have no power over me. So what's going to happen is you're going to learn this shit. You're going to build resilience. And you don't think to yourself it's never going to happen again. Here's the thing. How do you heal an emotional trauma? You have to recreate it and choose differently. It's an experiential process. Which means that you're going to have the trigger again in the relationship, but this time you're going to navigate it differently. It means something's going to go wrong in the business, but this time you're going to handle it differently. And it's through consistently doing it differently, that's how you build resilience emotionally. And then guess what? New level, new devil. Because when you get to the next level, guess what? New problems. Problems never end, unfortunately. But we can help train your nervous system to become your ally. And that's what sustained high performance is about. Because sustained high performance is really sustained resilience. When people think of high performance and think about really crushing it, they're like, I get this one thing, there's a rival point, and I'm just crushing it from that point forward. <clears throat> is that how it works for athletes? Like LeBron. All right, LA signed me. Don't need to practice. Is that a good idea for LeBron? What should LeBron do? Practice more. And here's the thing. Athletes understand this, and we have to start to understand that too, is that it's about a consistent level of practice and engagement, right? That's the name of the game. So this is the model for functional coaching right here. Most personal development deals in the top two levels, behavior, thoughts, and story. Change your behavior, just do contrary action. Oh, you want to stop drinking? Just stop drinking. How does that work? Just change the behavior. How's that work, guys? Is it sustainable? No. Is willpower sustainable? No. No way. So then it's like, no, no, no. Your thoughts create your life. And here's the thing. That's true. It's just not complete. If you look at how personal development has evolved, well, first of all, between Buddha and Jesus, like the, 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 um, uh, the Sermon on the Mount and the Sutras, that's all the personal development you ever need. The red letters and what Buddha said, it's not about religion, but what they said, spot on. But it wasn't really until kind of like the 1800s, 1900s that we started to kind of realize, hey, these thoughts are things. And then, you know, you had the Great Depression happen and Think and Grow Rich came out. And that's a very important book that came out. And a lot of things came after that. And then you had, you know, Jung and Freud coming up at that time. And after that, a little bit, you had Virginia Satir. You had Fritz Perls. You had Milton Erickson. You had, you know, so many incredible, Warner Earhart. And then you had modern-day people like Wayne Dyer would come around, Deepak, Tony. All these amazing people came through. And the focus was on the mindset. And is mindset important? Yes or no? Of course it is. But... What we're learning now, because we have different tools, is that mindset is produced as a response to the emotions of your body. So it's more about associating with how you're feeling. So what we do is we say, okay, here's the behavior. Here's the story you told yourself. How are you feeling? And the emotional part, the emotional layer, is the hardest layer to get to. Because it's like, no, 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 no I'm not going to do the emotion thing. Uh, I'm going to do the thing on Facebook, or I'm going to do the Instagram thing, or I'm going to change the subject, or let me watch a couple shows on Netflix first, or you know what, no, I'm going to put together this thing for my business, or you know what, no, we're going to go to the seminar thing, or we're going to da 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 And what happens is we stay at those top two layers. And I'm not making those top two layers wrong. Change your thoughts, change your life is accurate, but the way that you truly change your thoughts is by changing your emotional state. Because the thing is, your thoughts are byproducts of your emotions. If you neutralize a negative emotion, all the associated thoughts go with it. It's kind of like the matrix. 
right? You kill the, the thing and all the, all the satellites die. Or like Independence Day. We're also on Independence Day, right? You kill the main mothership, what happens to all the rest of them? They power down. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Right? It's the same thing. When you neutralize an emotion, all, I think it could be thousands of thoughts that that emotion produces go away. That's the breakthrough because your body says, in this moment, it's safe. And then the lifestyle changes, training that consistently over time. Does that make sense? Are you guys with me? Okay, now remember what produces the emotion? The context. That is, am I viewing this through curiosity? Or am I viewing this through the lens of what's wrong with me? Because our context that we choose to see the world through informs our nervous system of whether the environment is safe or threatening. And most of us have a defensive context, meaning something's wrong with me. I have to pay attention to the threat all the time. I can't trust people. And the reason why we have that is because there's an original incident or trauma that we experienced before the age of 10 where we decided this is how I'm going to view the world. And we look at that context, it produces the emotions. Those emotions generate thoughts, and those thoughts generate behavior. That's the model. And so the innovation isn't that behavior and thoughts are important, is that this is about ontology, meaning the embodiment of things. We have to go deeper than your mind. Because guess what? The real work is neck down. All the wisdom, neck down. Can you think, if you're a woman, can you think about how to create a child? Can you imagine? Okay, so put the arm there. Okay, but don't no 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 don't put the ass on the face. Don't do it. No 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 no. Ah, the ass is on the face now. God damn it. Gotta concentrate better, right? Like, how does it happen? How does it happen? Not like that. You guys over there in trouble over there. I see you. They're like, I know how it happens, Mastin. <laughs> a child being created in a mother's womb is automatic. The body takes over. There's so much wisdom in the body. So we have to go deeper than we've gone before. And so Candace Pert, one of the great innovators in the space, basically sums up by saying, when you repress your emotions, the system shut down. When you express your emotions, the system comes alive. The last part, it stops the flow of the vital feel-good unifying chemicals that run our biology and our behavior when you keep your emotional states repressed. And the reason why you don't want to necessarily, quote, feel good is because it's vulnerable. And not just vulnerable, if you're feeling good consistently, maybe you won't get tribal approval. Think about that. Everyone ever been annoyed with you because you're happy? Have you ever been annoyed at a happy person? Don't be so fucking happy. Shut the fuck up. Complain with me. God damn it. You wonder the best way to get, if you, okay, now I'm not against complaining. You know what the best person to complain to? There's a person who's the best person. You know who it is? Literally yourself in the mirror. Can you, imagine the mirror. Can you believe what they said? And the physiology matches. Yeah, I know. Someone who agrees with you. Don't complain to anybody else. Just yourself in the mirror. Seriously, I can't. I believe they said that. I know. It's crazy, right? It's actually a great technique. Usually mirror work is like, I love you. You're beautiful. Right? You can also be like, what the f*** was that? Can you imagine? I know. You can use it in that way too. But the idea is, is that when we 
have good emotional states, there's a vulnerability there. And there's, we saw it with Jeremiah. Was there like a, a doubt? Like, can this stay? Will this stay? Can I really trust this? Who feels like it's hard to really trust that good things will stay? Right? Pop culture trains us that they'll never fucking stay. Third, two-thirds of the way through the fucking movie, they always fucking leave. Right? All those horror films, some kids are all vulnerable and playing, ha, 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 and then, and then some creepy shit happens. Right? We are trained by pop culture to think, you know what, at some point the other shoe will drop. And guess what? It might drop. Pick it the fuck back up. Who, what's wrong with the shoe dropping? Pick it back up. Keep going. That's where the resilience is. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.